Yo, can okay. you still hear yourself? No, I can't hear myself. No. What? Yeah, kind of. I'm just too close to the fucking phone. Or what? Well, we'll just blame it on that, like we're recording or something. So, add, so I can add some words into it, make it feel. Yeah, you can add words into it, just make it feel. Know that I'm all, that I'm gonna, I'm not gonna like replace the last word or whatever, so that way he knows where he's at. Yeah, all right, you guys ready for this? Yeah. All right, five, four, three, two, mm-hmm. one. Hello. Hey, Jesse, what's up, man? I figured I'd call and see how the flight went. wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that great either, seeing how you guys had me flying coach. Yeah, well, it's all we could gather up for those expenses, but, you know, think about the rewards. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so did you check into the hotel yet? Yeah, I got in around 10 or so, but, you know, you know it's an okay place. Is the equipment in the mail? Uh, yeah, the camera and the recording gear should be in there, and uh, trust me, dude, it saves a lot of money doing it that way rather than taking it on the plane. Well, it better be pretty decent if you want me to get the shot of that thing in there for you guys. Well, I mean, it's good, dude. It's that Nikon everybody keeps taking pictures of the moon with and talking about. That's the toy you get to play with. Well, I'll probably be here about 10 days or so. I'll probably spend the first five days with my family in at the casino i actually i might actually just drive out tonight and take some pictures too i got my phone i'm pretty sure it'll take good pictures all right man that's all good i'm glad we could help i mean i know it's not really that great flying coach but at least you got there and uh it'd be cool just i'll make sure i'll let chris know that you're going out there tonight i appreciate it for sure so i'll probably get some shots of the gate tonight Maybe find a small mountain to climb and get some aerial shots. Might even storm the gate earlier on. Yo, don't get yourself shot, man, or abducted. So uh, what hey, what hotel are you staying at? Does it at least have a bed? <laughs> I don't know, man. Let me go outside and look at the sign. I already fucking forgot. One, two, three, four, five. Hey, are you sure you're okay with us? With my skills and training, I could probably make it on the base and they would never know that I was there. Well, hey, man, let's get that far. I mean, save that for the people storming Area 51. Yeah, you're right. Anyways, I'm going to settle in. I'll text you when I get back. I'll have to call Stephanie when I get in, too. All right, man. Well, thanks for doing this for us. It helps out a lot. No problem. All right, peace. That was fucking great, guys. That felt original. It, it felt it felt great, dude. It really did. Hell yes. You want me to the stutter or the mess up that I did? Oh yeah, it dude. Every, real, yeah, right? it's it's. If I take it out, it'll be taking out the humanity of it. But that call was great. Let's end this, and I'll call you on Facebook. Okay. All right. All right, man. All right. So it's me again. Real talk with Johnny, and I'm going to rant. And I have a couple things on my mind today. The first thing is the president of the United States of America, Donald Trump. God, I can't believe I'm even saying that. You know, like five years ago, I've been like, what? You mean that guy that owns pageants? (laughs) No. Yeah, this dude's the president. And this motherfucker just said recently, he goes, 
well. Never heard of a Category 5 hurricane before, ever. I'm like, really? Like, not ever? <laughs> like, ever in your life, you've never heard of a Category 5 hurricane. Apparently, he hasn't. But this is the guy leading the free world, and we have to look up to this guy. He's the one sending out FEMA to rescue people from a hurricane. But he, he don't know what a Category 5 is. He's just lost. He's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, dude, look. If you would take the time out of your day to stop dyeing your gray motherfucking ass hair blonde, maybe you might could see that there's a Category 5. And Category 5 is literally winds over 165 miles an hour. That's literally what it is, or 175, I think. I'm not completely positive, so do not berate me or hate me on social media if I got that wrong. But at least I know what the fuck a Category 5 is. You know, I'm not like the greatest motherfucker in the world. I'm not a meteorologist. I'm not an economist. I'm not the president. But I vote. So <laughs> y'all going to have to deal with that comes 2020. Look, let me, let me tell you something. When 2020 comes around, look, this is like the greatest thing that's been on my mind for like the last year and a half. We got to get this motherfucker out of office. Like, there's no way that he's going to be president again. Like, if he is, what the fuck? Why? How? Someone walk up to me and explain to my motherfucking white, dumb, skinny ass how the fuck this is fucking even possible. I don't even get it. Donald Trump? Really? Man, I just killed a bat in my fucking house yesterday because I'm too damn broke to fucking call the damn animal patrol. Come get one. You know what? If that's against the law, you know what? Fuck the law. It was a bat. It was rabbit. I don't give a fuck. Whatever y'all say. I even had to walk outside for this. I'm walking outside right now. It feels great outside my backyard. God mowed my yard. Smells like green grass. Smells great. I mean, even these damn, like this little sticker bush right here. I wish I could film it for you, but. Like, if you get too close to them, motherfuckers, like, be getting on your clothes and shit. So I'm trying to stay at the distance. I get a little swing out here. So I'm going to sit on my swing while I rant. Donald fucking Trump. Why, though? Why? I mean, does anyone here even know why he was elected? And to those who were like, man, I don't know why he's the president. It's like, well, did you go vote, motherfucker? Did you? Oh, I bet you didn't. <laughs> I bet you did not. I bet you didn't go vote. And that's what's wrong. Like, we need more motherfuckers. Like, everybody is always like, oh, I'm still American. I'm Jelly Roll oriented. I love Jelly Roll. I love Struggle. I love Yellow Wolf. I love Eminem. But your ass don't go vote. Eminem is literally going out there putting his entire career on the line while he rants about Donald Trump. You know, and it's Cypher. Like, it's literally what he does. And we're just sitting there like, well, we don't know why he's elected. It's like, because your ass didn't get up off the goddamn couch and quit eating motherfucking damn Cheetos and go vote. <laughs> You've got to vote. That's the only way we're ever going to change something. you got to vote. If you don't vote, I don't want to hear your excuses no more. I don't want to hear why America sucks. I don't want to hear why everything is going the way you don't want it to. Get off your ass and go vote. That's all you got to do. Look, every employer in the world, well, in America at least, is allowed to give you an hour to go vote. So go vote. If you lose your job over, guess what? You probably will find a better one <laughs> because you ain't got this motherfucker no more telling everybody else what to do. 
you know, I've seen this funny thing that they, man, politically, like, ranting wise, I could do this all fucking day long, but I'm going to try to keep it short. The other day I heard a president's candidate. Her name is Elizabeth Warren. She's from Massachusetts. She's a senator. And she was all, like, giving a town hall meeting. She's talking about economics. And then she started talking about the school system. And, you know, I'm a, you can ask Chris, I'm a big school system guy. I want to make school work for all children. Well, there's a person who's the secretary of education right now named Betsy DeVos. And she is a piece of fucking shit. That's what she is. She ain't making it better, but she's damn sure making it worse. And somebody in a town hall asked Elizabeth Warren, how long is it going to take you after you become president to fire the secretary of education, Betsy DeVos? And she said, is there a number lower than zero? I was like, yeah, negative one. But, you know, I wasn't trying to be a smart ass, <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> she had it right. Fire that bitch. Get her out of there. Get somebody in there that cares about education. I'm tired of seeing teachers struggle and not make money. I'm tired of all this. There's a lot of things I'm tired of that we can fix very easily if people would get off their motherfucking ass and just vote. So this is my rant. It's only been like six minutes. But get off your goddamn ass. Go walk to the polls, push a button, and vote. That's all you got to do. I don't care who you vote for. Well, actually, I do. Don't vote for Donald Trump. Please. I hate when people say that. I don't care who you vote for. Just go vote. No, no. I care. Don't go vote for Trump. He's a fucking idiot. Don't vote for him. <laughs> but vote for anybody else. It could be anyone. It could be Batman. It could be Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it could be, I don't know, my... Penis. It could be whatever you want it to be. Just don't vote for Donald Trump. Please. This is up to you. 2020 is not about me or you. It's about all of us collectively gathering together and figuring out why the world's going to shit. How can we stop these mass shootings? How can we change the world? What are we going to do? It's up to you. So get your ass up off your fucking couch. Quit eating fucking Cheetos and go fucking vote. I'm out, motherfuckers. Alright, welcome back to Real Talk. This is Johnny. Uh, I'm the host. Blah. It's another rant video, but this time I got something special to say. I think that people will enjoy this one a lot more than they usually do. Um, okay, so on Monday, Bam Margera is going to be on Dr. Phil. And for those of you who don't know who Bam Margera is, go ahead and slap yourself in front of a mirror. Bam Margera is... The creator of CKY, and which is, stands for Camp Kill Yourself, and then like you know, Jackass, along with Johnny Knoxville, and he's gonna be on Doctor Phil Monday, and, and he's like losing his mind. So I'm gonna go into a couple things first. Doctor Phil is gonna ask him something along the lines of. Because I've seen the commercial. I've seen, you know, when you see the commercial, you know what's going to be bad. Like <laughs> when you see the commercial, he was like, Well, um, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And Dr. Phil's like, Do you think what you're doing's okay? It's terrible. You're a terrible person, okay? You know, like he sounds like the guy from <laughs> South Park. But like, I'm thinking to myself, Yo, this guy shoved a toy car up his ass inside of a condom. Like, you going to ask him what's going, what, what's wrong? 
Like, dude, do you realize what he used to do for a living? Like, Steve-O drank a dude's sweat once, man. It was nasty. It was on Jackass 3. It was so gross, I couldn't even watch it. I literally puked my guts out in the movie theater. Could not watch the rest of it. Had to leave. I'm like, nah. Can't see this shit. It's nasty, man. But, you know, again, it's Van Margera, so you got to say what it is. So... What do you guys think about the entire interview with Dr. Phil, Ben Margera? I mean, because, you know, when I was growing up in the late 90s, I say late 90s, but it was kind of like like, the late 90s. But at the same time, like, we used to look up to people like somebody off a jackass, whether it was Johnny Knoxville, whether it was Ben Margera, whether it was Steve-O or someone else. Like, we were looking up to people like that. We wanted to be like that because we were like, yo, if we go do dumb stuff, we can make money. Like, I could just jump out of, like, a grocery cart and break my leg and make a million bucks. Like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But this guy is really fucked up in the head. Like, he looks like he's been through a lot of shit in life. And people people don't give him the benefit of the doubt. And I think when someone comes along the road, say this, someone coming along the road, walking down the road with advice. And they're just super serious about it. And they want to give you that advice. I think somebody who's never been in his shoes can't really tell the man what to do because the line of work that he's in to be an idiot (laughs) and to get fucking hit by trucks and break your legs and electrocute yourself and all kind of shit like that, that was stuff that was never seen before. Like, you can't just come up to this dude now and be like, you know, I think you made some wrong life choices now that I'm up here on my high horse. I'm going to look down on you and make fun of your ass. No, you you can't do that. I think that (laughs) really I don't think it's even possibly possible. Is that even possibly possible that you could make fun of a guy from Jackass for doing Jackass shit? I mean, that was the name of the TV show, Jackass. Like, Steve-O and the other guy from Wild Boys used to go out and get cobras to bite them in the ass. I don't know. if (laughs) Back when people used to watch MTV and they had relatable shit, there was a TV show called Wild Boys. And Steve-O and his friend would go on there and they'd fucking, you know, get their ass bit by cobras. They'd, you know... Fucking run with the elephants, you know, hang out with the hyenas, <laughs> whatever it is you know they wanted to do. And it's like this type of behavior is not something that you can psychologically evaluate because this has never happened in human history before. What is this thing? Like, what is the obsession of the jackass? I call it the jackass theory, which is if I go and show my ass and look like a fucking idiot long enough, people will notice me and like me. And they'll watch my shit, and I'll get rich, and I'll get famous. You know, because when I get rich, I'm still like broke. I mean, seriously, though. Think about it. How many times have you ever seen Johnny Knoxville get gored by a bull, and you're like, why is he doing this still? Like, why? The money, dude, the money. You know how much money he makes? Like, if somebody paid me, like, $45,000 to get gored by a bull in the ass, I think I might take that opportunity. I think we might have to sit down at a table first and sign some documents, but I, I think I'm going to take that. I'm going to take it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get gored by a bull for $45,000. Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? It's only five minutes and 30 seconds. I'm trying to think of something to make this last longer. Because, as y'all know, YouTube videos 
you got to have 10 minutes of content or they won't even commit an ad to it, which I think is treason. Like we should lock up all of the YouTube executives. Like we should just take them to jail. <laughs> Y'all going to jail for this. You know, why are you going to jail? Like, why? It's like, because you promoted PewDiePie when he was taking a dump, but you didn't promote me about how cool it was to be, like, living in the age of space and shit. But you, he was like, PewDiePie, though, we got to promote that shit. Even though he's taking a dump, we going to have to promote that. <laughs> and he going to get 10 million views. While homeboy over here ain't gonna get shit. And we're just gonna take it all away. Because we can because we're YouTube. YouTube, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Facebook's more, more, I would say less condescending. Because they're like, you know, you can buy our shares for like 120 bucks. It's doable. But at the same time, it's just gonna make fun of you too. Oh, oh, you try to make a living now. Oh, you wanna invest in Facebook? Interesting. Okay. Well, let me tell you why you're not going to succeed, and here's why. Because I fucking said so, and I run Facebook. Like <laughs> That's exactly what Mark Zuckerberg would say. You ain't going to fucking succeed because I said so, and I run it. So fuck you if you want to try. Good luck, motherfucker, but you ain't going to make nothing. And I don't even know what kind of rant this is now. At this point, I'm like off on some other different shit. Like at this point, I'm just talking shit. I mean, this has gone on for seven minutes and, like, ten seconds, and I have no way out. Like, I'm trying to think of an out. Like, am I just going to be like, peace, motherfuckers, bye, and leave? Or, like, am I going to be like, you know what? Giraffes' breasts smell like dog shit. And you know, I just say that, and, and, and it makes you look the other way for a second. I just run off. You ain't going to catch me, man. I'm out. Giraffe breasts, giraffe breasts smell like shit. And I just run. I mean, it's, it's dumb, but it makes sense. I don't know. I was trying to teach y'all a lesson in life. If life gives you lemons, turn it into giraffe breath. <laughs> All right, uh, you know what? Y'all take it easy, but for real. Just listen to what I said. It makes perfect sense. If you're Einstein. If not, then, sir, you should check yourself into a mental hospital. By the way, I'll do the same while I'm out. Peace. All right, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah, it sounded really good. Okay, well, um, all right. Yeah, the app is running better now. Like before, it was pausing every time the second, the second, the seconds moved. Hold on. All right, just tell me when you're ready, and I'll start. Wait. Yeah, I'm going oh. to grab my cigarettes and bringing them in here with me. All right. Because I know I smoke at least five cigarettes per pod. Oh, almost closed the dog outside. God damn it. And of course, he's going to want to come in. He never comes in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? In 10 seconds, it will be. <sighs> All right, dude. Wait, All right. Wait, 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 what are we talking about? 
the uh, environment chick. <laughs> Greta. Talk about her. Do we talk about the Art Bell Area 51 call first? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. All right, so when you start it off, you'll be like, five, four, three, two, one. We'll do the introduction like we usually do. <laughs> be like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, all that good stuff. I'll say, I'll, you can say, um, do the introduction, blah, blah, blah. And then you could be like, well, he's like, you could be like, I actually have a clip for you today that I'm going to, that I'm going to show right now. No, a call for you today that I'm going to show right now. It was from Art Bell Coast to Coast. And then we can have the clip there. And then we talk about the other stuff. <laughs> All right, you can Ready? start whenever you want. Okay. <clears throat> Five, four, three, two, one. And welcome back to Real Talk. I am your host, Johnny. I'm here with my co-host, Chris. How you doing, man? Doing great, man. Doing great, Got myself a monster and a cigarette ready to talk about some shit. I hear you. I got my Propel Gatorade water over here. That is not a sponsorship, but I said it anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're not plugging. We're not plugging at all unless they unless they pay us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I got a clip I want to show you, and I want to show everybody else. Um, so just watch this clip and tell me what you think about it. All right, before you do that, since we're gonna well, since we're gonna do that, I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut this part out anyway. Simba, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> now we can talk about it. All right, so what did you think of that, man? Like the guy was to me sounded like he was like really freaking out. Yeah, he sounded frantic. I mean, some of the parts that I think around the part where he was like Sounded like he was crying, but at the same time, he started to sound like he was laughing. He sounded he sounded scared, but some of it sounded forced, in my opinion. Well, I mean, to me, the the laugh I think was more like like you know how when you like cry real hard and you're like <laughs> you know, you know what I mean like <laughs> like you, you remember when you're like a kid and you're crying and you lose all your breath and you're like. <laughs> And yet, yeah. laughing, but you're really crying. I mean, I couldn't really tell. Well, my thing is, is like he said that he was let go on a medical leave. So, number one, what was his medical issue that he had to get let off for? And why did he decide to expose the base then? He went out on leave. So now he decides to expose the base. And not only that, now they can pinpoint who he is and whatnot because he said he's on medical leave yeah and it's, and it's odd because he called into the and it's kind of weird he'd call into a radio show you know but i guess he figured that that was the only place he could call because art bell was always you know he was he was open-minded like kind of guy we'll see first of all i do like art bell's professionalism because when somebody calls up and they sound like that, he he really he really lets the people that comes on his show talk and let them get out the story. But he also wants to make sure that anybody who watch, is calling into his show does it properly. That's why he said, I want to make sure you're using this line proper, properly. Yeah. 
Yeah, like he was like asking if it was like a safe line or something like that. But look at yeah. it this way. How many people do you think watched his show? I mean, listened to his show at that point? Well, I mean, I know, even though I was a kid at the time, when I was like, I think I was like nine or ten, it was it was in the late 90s, like really early 2000s. And I would I would stay up like late and I would listen to the show because I was I've always been interested in aliens and, and paranormal stuff like that. So I've always thought it was interesting. And I had a little radio in my room, so I'd turn it on and listen to it and wake up and go to school and be tired and sleep all day. <laughs> but um imagine right now, say we had four thousand listeners to our show right now, which we, we do have a lot of live listeners and stuff like that, but say we had about 4,000 people and we say, if you have information on Area 51, call us right now. Here's an open line. You're going to get some batshit crazy people. Oh, I know. That would be great because you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> uh, it's like a box of chocolates, you know, you open it and yeah. there's no app. But when you hear this dude talk, he sounds sincere. He sounds like he's scared, but why now? Why when he makes this call is he scared? Well, he sounded like he was on the run. That's what it sounded like to me. Because he was talking about they were going to triangulate his call and all that. Well, so, I mean, he pretty much pinpointed who he was when he said he was out on medical leave. I mean, how many people in Area 51 right now are out on medical leave? Like, that's the question to ask first is, like, why would you give that much information? I I don't know. I mean, medical leave, he could have got hurt or I, I don't know, maybe came in contact with something he shouldn't have and he got sick. And see, that's then I would ask this question. You're working at a top secret military base. If you're going to expose that base, one of the first things you should know is not to give out certain information for them to know who the fuck you are. (laughs) And that's the first thing he does. He's like, I'm on medical leave for the Area 51 base. And all I can sit there and think is cool story, bro. But did you hear about what Donald Trump said today? (laughs) Speaking of that, let's pause it real quick. Let's do the dumb Donald Trump sentence of the day or whatever we're going to call it. What's one thing today that Donald Trump said that's completely fucking stupid? Uh, He said, Donald Trump said that uh, (laughs) he goes, well, I don't know who this whistleblower is. But you guys know what we used to do to whistleblowers. You know, like he's trying to insinuate like he wants to kill the guy. And uh, see, that's fucking stupid. We're going to get back to the Area 51 caller but right now. That's fucking stupid. Not only is that stupid, but that's intimidating witness. Imagine how this whistleblower feels right now. He's like, if I do this and I go out and publicly humiliate Trump and nothing happens... He doesn't, oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna be ten times worse. So now this dude's probably thinking, like, not only am I gonna be the biggest dumbass in history, 
but I'm also a risk at being killed now. Yeah, and, and you know, I'll be honest, dude. If I was the whistleblower, I can tell. I would fucking tell everything. <laughs> That's how much I can't stand the president. Like I would tell anything, like anything I knew. I'd be like, hey, Congress, I'll testify. I'll do it on camera. I don't care. It's like I seen him wipe forward, not backwards. Like I, I'll tell every goddamn thing that I know. Like I, so I would if. See, as I said in a previous podcast, our commander in chief is the first motherfucker on the line for our country. Like he's the main dude. Okay. Like when you think of your favorite sports team, you think of your main dude, right? Like when, when I was a kid and I would think of the Ravens, I would think Ray Lewis because that was my main dude, you know? So he's the fucking quarterback of our country. Yeah. Like right now with our, the way our team looks, I don't see us winning a Super Bowl. And I'm not just saying, I'm saying that as a country, we ain't going to win. Like <laughs> our quarterback is batshit crazy, snatching people by the pussy. And yeah, I, just someone said the other day, they were like, I, I can't believe that. Uh, I, I never thought I would have a president that talked the way he talks. That, that's not what's the word it's elegant the of a movie he talks like somebody in a movie and he acts like it did you see that picture of him which if i can remember to i'll put the picture up on the screen right now he has the phone up to his ear and he's trying super hard to look serious but you could be like there ain't nobody on that phone you know there's nobody on that ain't nobody talking to you trump <laughs> talking to who, who is on the other side of that because you looking way too serious like you found out like you just you look like you just found out your daughter's pregnant and you're mad because you didn't get her first <laughs> <laughs> you get what i'm saying like that's what i see when i look at it <laughs> oh my god yeah dude it's like <laughs> <laughs> the trump dumb quote of the day I wish I could find that whistleblower so we can take care of him. That's basically what he said. So we can take care of him. It's hilarious to watch him too. Cause you can tell he's, he's, he's freaking out, man. He's oh, scared. Yeah. He gonna, know. You're going to freak out even more when you see his wife walk out there and she was the whistleblower all along. Like <laughs> Melania. She's like, and I'm and I'm divorcing you and getting half. <laughs> She's like, I was a spy the entire time. Like, we could have was like, I could have guessed that from the beginning, dude. Like, I knew you were a spy. She looks like a fucking spy. Dude, that would be a that would be a great that would be a great fucking movie, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna Trump Trump's story is gonna be a movie because of this. Like, he gonna he gonna be in there and the whistleblower is gonna be his wife. I bet you anything like she gonna walk into the court with him and everything and sit there with him. They gonna be like, here's our whistleblower. She gonna stand up like a diva and just walk through the stand and tell everything. She gonna be like, I know he's been getting his dick sucked. I know he's been doing this. He's been fucking working with the Russians and he's batshit crazy. And he takes Prozac every morning. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, I, I I just, I can't wait, you know, like, because he used to have that show, The Apprentice, and, you know, he'd always be like, you're fired, and he'd say that to, like, everybody fired, you know, like, I can't wait for him to get impeached, and, like, 
someone just like one of the congressmen just go, you're fired. <laughs> when he walks out, there's a crowd of people just screaming, just singing, na, 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 na. Hey, 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 good. Uh, I, I, hope, I hope so. Like, all right, so back to the Area 51 guy because yeah. oh, I want to I tell everybody watching about Jesse Zane. Like, we have a lot of information about him. He is safe right now. It's a difficult situation. And once it gets itself taken care of, we'll have him on and he can tell you what happened. But about this Area 51 guy because I keep I keep hearing his voice in my mind and I know that there's sincerity in some of that. He's either batshit crazy and believes every word he's saying or he's telling the truth. Yeah, and I mean, I know some weird shit goes on at Area 51. Now, I, I know that it's like an Air Force base. I know they have experimental aircraft and all that. But at the same time, that's the first place they took that uh, crash from Roswell, dude. So it's like, mm, like, and the, Bob, you know Bob Lazar, right? The guy that was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. Like, he really worked at Area 51, and he was talking about, you know, how when he worked there, what he did was they brought him in to, like, a hangar, and there was another scientist in there. He was replacing another scientist for whatever reason, which could have been the guy that ran away. You never know. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he he's talking about like a like they, they were creating like like some sort of like antimatter shit that was like it would move like and it it was like alive, but it was like a blob. And he I, I can't really remember how I explained it, but it, but I, like I could tell by his body language when he was telling the story that. I think it's true because his story never changes. It's always the same. What if we could get them both? Like this call, you said it came out in like the sixties, right? What the, the, uh, the call the, from yeah, the area 51 call that, that happened in like the late nineties. Okay. I hope that everybody watching this shares this message. I want to find him and hear his story. I want to, I want him after all this time to tell his story again because number one, I want to see if it changes. And number two, because I feel like he didn't get the chance he deserved. He had he got his story out there, but now there's thousands of people waiting for answers about this story. Oh yeah. Like the area fifty one raid. Like let's let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> the area fifty one raid? Yeah, um. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but like when I when I clicked on social media and I seen that dude in the news report do the Naruto run from behind the news reporter, I fucking died. Like in my <laughs> eyes, that guy's a hero. But let's let's give a little attention to the unspoken, the unseen heroes. Okay, like the lady who stormed the gate, like. Oh, yeah, and they got her and arrested her, like, immediately. <laughs> Go chill it all. See, she's a goddamn hero. Let me explain my motives and why. Like, she showed up there. She looked at everybody else, went under that gate, and walked forward. Now, trespassing on government property, 
good luck with that charge. It'll probably get dropped. She'll probably serve probation. She'll pay the price for crossing that gate. She'll pay the toll. It'll be like eight to nine hundred dollars for crossing that gate. But I heard people saying there was people shot there. And when you get to talk to Jesse Zane, <laughs> you're actually going to hear more about people at the storming area 51 event. Uh, like I said, that's for a future podcast. But anyway, uh, the unspoken heroes, this lady seriously crossed the gate, dude. She had no chill at all. She didn't give a fuck. She showed up there. She had a mission to do. She completed the, this mission. I wish we could get in touch with her so that we could have her on and talk to her. That would be great, dude. That would be awesome. If if she somehow listens to this, we want you on a, on the podcast. We want to talk to you about your experience. I'm gonna but, I'm gonna look her up for you. I'll I'll pull that up after the podcast so that you can see it. But yeah, that's just insane, dude. That's I what if I got there? If I would have been at the gate, like oh, sorry guys, that was my dog. He's acting crazy. But uh, if he was at the gate, if she was at the gate underneath it i think i would have joined her i really do like you can't let her walk alone at that point dude i yeah like what like i don't know if she hey everybody what's up this is johnny from real talk i'm here to rant about something that's kind of been on my mind lately um i've been out of the loop for a little bit because i've been working into a new job and it's a little stressful and I'm I'm really tired lately, but I have had this one thing on my mind, and um, it goes back to the prior podcast we did, and and basically what it is is that Greta Thunberg. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to this because a lot of people say, well, you know, that's dead and gone now because the 24-hour news cycle has ruined it and it's over and no one cares anymore, and that's probably mostly true. But I'm not your normal everyday probably mostly true kind of guy um when i see somebody put themselves out there to the extent that this child with autism did to really try to call the world together about global warming um i i would hope i really really fucking hope that her parents didn't put her up to it and if they did then shame on them right but if they didn't, I'm sure she had to have known that there was going to be some backlash from some sort of community. You know, because no one agrees on everything 100,000% of the time. We're all always going to agree on some things and then disagree on others. What really pisses me off, man, is when someone will sit there and fucking literally say, like, something that scientists have been saying for 30 years is just bullshit. The media trying to lie to you about that for whatever reason. Not holding a bachelor's degree in any kind of science or socioeconomic type ladder to get somewhere in life. I don't really understand why they hold clout anywhere. But for some reason on social media they do. And so this girl has been bombarded and just fucked with so much over the course of the last two weeks that I find it to be disturbing. And I, my honest to God's opinion, I, it's a trend. This has happened way too much. 
we're doing this too much to people. And it's not me kissing ass. It's not me saying, oh, woe was me or, or woe was her. But if you feel the need to go on the internet and bash a 16-year-old girl who's literally kind of just repeating or regurgitating information that she's heard before from 95% of the world's scientific community, I think maybe there might be more wrong with you than there is her. And here's why. Everyone who makes fun of someone makes fun of them because they use that person as a scapegoat. Why? Because it's called mass hysteria. For instance, if someone yells fire in a room, everybody's going to panic and run, whether there's a fire or not. So in my point, my point really is that what is happening on the internet is people are ganging up on this chick just out of spite because it's the cool thing to do. But no one really even knows why they're doing it. I mean, it's it, you could go to people like Alex Jones because to him everything's a fucking conspiracy. Oh, the aliens did it. Oh, Pizzagate. You know, fucking... He was right about one thing and that was Bohemian Grove. One fucking thing and now everybody's like, oh, Alex Jones a savior. It's like, yeah, well, you know, when you spew conspiracy theories every day for like 10 years, you're bound to get one right eventually. That's just my opinion, and it's, it's just a fact. So I feel like in this rant, what I'm really trying to say is, do you really have a problem with what the girl says? Is it the way she says it? Or are we just collectively just bargaining with ourselves? try to take the blame off us and put it on somebody else is that what we're trying to do here because i feel like that's what's going on like i really feel that like deep in my soul to me that's what makes sense because why else would you literally want to crucify a 16 year old girl i don't get it i mean and even if what she's fed was I guess would you'd want to say spoon-fed to her by her parents since birth. You'd say that about religion. You'd say that about anything, really. I mean, but the person cares enough about it to get up in front of the world's leaders and talk about it. Why? Because she has a platform. Because does she have money? Sure. Does she have more money than me? Of course. <laughs> Most people with a platform to speak do. But there's no reason to shame a motherfucker just because they have an idea. Or they maybe picture the world to be different than what it could be. You know, I just want to leave y'all with this thought. Think about it for a minute. Are people really upset by what Greta Thunberg had to say? Or are they more upset with themselves because they realized that they fucked up and they got called out by a 16-year-old girl with autism? Think about that. Uh, don't forget to leave a like. Don't forget to subscribe. Well, I'll see you on the next episode whenever we do another podcast. You guys take it easy. Peace. Five, four, three, two, one, and welcome back to Real Talk. So it's Johnny from Real Talk. Uh, I've got about five to seven minutes to spend with you today, so I'm going to spend my day with you. 
in this five to seven minutes time span talking about one thing that's really been grinding my fucking years. Men who are, have public profiles who have been accused by women of rape. Oh, yeah. It's getting that dark that early already. Um, have you ever thought about why women who accuse men of such atrocities that literally ruin their lives and their careers and their families seem to needlessly, like, they get away with that shit. I don't think that's fair to the male. Um, In the society we live in now, we're taught to uh, always bow down to the female, to never expect anything in the way of a male being right. So we're always constantly just double-checking ourselves. But at the end of the day... What you really see is bullshit. I'm going to use an example for you. So I'm watching the news last night. 6.30 News, uh, NBC. They're talking about Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer was a host on the Today Show for 20 some odd years. Okay, he was there when 9-11 happened. He was there with uh, Meredith Vieira and all the other you know big time people from NBC. And for some reason... Out of the blue. (laughs) It's going to sound crazy. But out of the blue, a chick decided that she was going to go into his hotel room, right, alone with him, um, bend over a couch, and he was going to whisper into her ear that he liked anal sex. And for some reason... She's going to say no. Okay, let's just process what just occurred here. Okay, so a chick went to his hotel room with him. And he asked her if she liked anal sex. She said no. Okay, fair. Fair enough. Right? Everything's fair game. So then, on top of that, not only does she say no... She says she said no and then bit into a pillow and cried all night. I'm sorry, but am I the only one that smells bullshit here? Because bullshit's pretty damn stank and rank, and I can smell it all over the place here. Because this lady sued NBC for $10 million and had a book deal. Uh, Whereas Matt Lauer lost his entire career, family, everything he ever worked for. Just because this woman wanted to make a buck. Let me ask you this. If you're a victim of rape or incest or any kind of violence like that, do you want the other person to face justice? Or do you, in fact, just want to make money off of them? Here's several issues. I'm going to state on that one. Louis C.K., comedian, right? From New York City. Louis C.K., one of the greatest comics of our time. uh, Jerked off in front of uh, two chicks in his hotel room who happened to navigate their way to his hotel room out of the blue, you know. (laughs) Uh, He jerks off in front of him. He goes and gets his career ruined while they sue and make money off of his likeness and his name. I feel like uh, male actors, especially men in general, are being taken advantage of by women with the hashtag MeToo movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a bunch of hate mail for this. You know what? You can go fuck yourself. If you really think that everybody believes that shit, you can go fuck yourself. If you really think 
that every woman who's ever accused a man of rape is always right, you can go fuck yourself. And there's several reasons why I say that. One, you can go fuck yourself. Two, because as I said. And three, you can still go fuck yourself. So what we're trying to do here is just analyze the actual aspect of the event. Why did it occur? Well, most of the time, women are in the hotel rooms with the guys. Oh, so you're telling me she tripped and fell over her own vagina lips and crashed headfirst into his hotel room while he was going to fuck her? No. That's not what happened. This is what happened. She went in there to fuck him. <laughs> that's what happened. And that's why Dave Chappelle, oh, God. You know what, Dave? If I get you in trouble, man, you can sue me till the ends of the world because I ain't trying to do that. But, but he said basically that if somebody does that, and all they want is money in return. Don't you often wonder what their real reason for doing it is? I mean, if somebody raped me, I'd be pretty pissed off, right? I want them to go to jail. You know, I mean, not like I'd tell anybody about it because I'm a dude. <laughs> See, another thing there. Another thing. I'm a dude. I'm not going to tell anybody when you try to rape me. But women don't seem to have a problem telling people about it, but they sure don't have a problem making tens of millions of dollars off of it either. Strange, right? So, anyways, we began this with the Matt Lauer thing. So, I think that half of this shit is bullshit. Look, you know, hashtag me too. I get it, women. You grew up in a workplace where it was mostly for men and you got fucked over a lot. I understand that. I'm not dumb enough to not think that or to understand that that's what happened to you in general. But what I am saying is... A lot of y'all lying, like a lot. Like y'all are just lying. Like in droves. You're lining up cash and checks that you didn't make. And I'm sorry if that offends you. Maybe you should go to the women who are doing this and say stop making other male actors or male comedians or male whatever genre, whatever art form, the priority. If you really truly cared and respected yourself, you'd want the person to mess with you to have to deal with the law. You would want a $10 million check. And with that, I want to say thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe. And all the women out there, please send me all the hate mail in the world. I'll love it. Peace.